Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. I have never slept with a knight before. Uh, oh yeah, okay. And uh, we're also talking to Joey Dees. What do you mean I can't get drunk? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's because we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones! <laughs> of course, we'll be talking about the Avengers Endgame with spoilers. Endgame. I'll talk with Gareth Von, Gareth Von Kallenbach. And of course, we'll get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Who? Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Via our website, bjgeeknation.com, because it's going to have all our podcast information and more. More. But just search BJ, BJ Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes. Yay, yes. that. And if you go to the Geek Nation Facebook page, you can uh, help us out with the gauntlet Cirque. We uh, recently had Lila on to talk about that. In just over a week, you guys will be board gaming That's your butts right. off, making That's it happen right. for a great cause. That's right. A week from today, we'll tell you the game we're playing a little bit more in depth. Oh, will you? You'll actually yeah. have all the information on that, and, yeah. Uh, like for the well, big ones. Yeah, I, I've been waiting on the reviews. Like we we sort of t- covered them when we ca- talked to Lila, but I'll tell you more about the particular games to see if you might want to buy it or not. You know, nice, how I do my nice, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So we'll deal. We'll do that next Friday. Talk about uh, parade and photosynthesis more in depth. Perfect. Uh, now we need to get right into it with Gareth von Kallenbach with some very interesting news on the Disney front. Von Kallenbach. Gareth von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Reviewed. That is S K N R dot. Net, and I know that it's the summer, news starts coming out, and then suddenly Disney just drops, uh, I don't even want to say a bombshell, man, this is just a bunch of different news stories. Yeah, it's very crazy because, you know, we had talked in the past, we expected a lot of this to come out at the D23 Expo, Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit about San Diego Comic-Con, that sort of thing, but to have it now was really a surprise and i think this is good in a way because now the focus at those D- at the d23 expo at san diego comic-con will be let's get more details maybe get some more because there's a lot of stuff on here where they discuss you know they give dates but they just say like for example 5 1 2020 untitled marvel yeah, and so that was maybe, that was yeah. so weird. I was like, I was seeing all these, and I'm like, wow, they're saying stuff, but not really saying a whole lot. So do you feel this is just kind of like a hype machine building up towards it? Uh, you know, one of the rumors I heard was contract negotiations. There, I haven't been able to get any confirmation of this, but someone was telling me the other day that apparently Hemsworth is either signed or he's about to sign a five-picture deal. Oh. And they're saying this would basically be four, four Guardians of the Galaxy three and three uh, and three other appearances. Now, like I said, they tell me this. I haven't seen any confirmation come down, but it does 
seem like at least they're interested in seeing how Thor is going to fit in with things going forward. And of course, that's always the picture because we've heard stories about, you know, obviously uh, Doctor Strange and uh, Black Panther, both the actors have a sequel option. Mm-hmm. We think there's an option for Ant-Man. But then, of course, we've also heard about new franchises they're attempting to break in, like the Eternals. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the other things like that. And so I think, I mean, they clearly have said they've got a five-year plan. They've got the next five-year mapped out. And I think it's just a matter of when are we going to start announcing what's coming. And on that note, I know a lot of people have been saying that or speculating that we would have a bit of a a couple of years off for Star Wars. And it seems to be that's true, but not like a decade away. They put out some dates that are fairly soon. Yeah, and that's what also is another thing that surprised people because – Officially, we're getting we've uh, got word of three films, and we're basically considering that to be the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Mm-hmm. However, I'm hearing that it actually may be closer to five films because supposedly there's a couple of films done by the folks who are producers of Game of Thrones that are also in the works now. Oh yeah. Whether those need a little longer, whether they're not quite ready to announce those. Who knows? And, you know, it's funny because it is a very large picture. We kind of speculated what would happen when all of these Fox properties um, came over. And what I find really interesting when you look at uh, what's happening is, you know, first they moved the Avatar films back another year. And that honestly is a bit of a concern for me because Avatar 2 is supposed to come out in Christmas of 2020 and now it's going to be Christmas of 2021. So all the subsequent films get moved back. And someone said to me, you know, originally there was a plan that maybe it would be out by this Christmas. Then they move it back to next Christmas. Then they move it again. Are people even going to care about Avatar by the time this comes out? And I'm thinking, well, Disney must know something. They've already supposedly they've already finished at least the second one filming, possibly the third one because they were filmed back to back. So this is all going to be. I'm sure Cameron's going to be thrilled with all his extra time to do his, um, <laughs> you know, special effects and everything. But you know what? What I found most interesting is you look at films that were coming out this year, like Artemis Fowl, that are moved to next year. Um, New Mutants gets moved around a lot. You yeah. know, lots of stuff like that, and. What I look at, I go, okay, these are all the announced films. What do we have out there that we don't even know about yet? Because, you know, people are like, why are they doing this? And I said, well, I think part of it is to give some films more time. Part of it is that they don't want some of their newly acquired Fox films going right up against some of the Disney films. So they basically, you know, hurt each other at the box office. But then, as I said, what's going to happen with, we heard they're kicking around a diehard film. What's going to happen with, they all, Uh you know, they've said they're committed to the future of the alien franchise don't see an alien film on there. And there's a lot of other Fox properties. And I thought it's really interesting to me because for the most part, with the exception of the um, star Wars and the uh, Marvel things, these are all films we knew about. It's just mostly date changes and announcements. Where are the films that we don't know about? Because you know they're going to be putting those into production eventually. And then quietly, real quietly, Indiana Jones popped up on the thing again, even though the recent news was that they're still trying to work the script 
and get it done. But here they have it down for July of 2021. Wow. That is very interesting because, I mean, I know the thing that they want, and even Spielberg said is, has like, I only want or I only feel that Harrison Ford embodies Indiana Jones as the character. But he's getting up there. You can't really keep pushing this back this much farther, you know? Exactly. And that's been a big concern. And it's like, you know, maybe you can put him in the film, but do you have to? I mean, do we really want a uh, Indiana Jones film where it's so blatantly obvious it's a 35-year-old stuntman doing everything? And, you know, Harrison <laughs> just, and, But at the same time, there was also a lot of talk recently about we heard names uh, about a Two years ago, there was talk that they were going to recast him for the next film. Mm -hmm. And we heard the names Bradley Cooper and Chris Pratt thrown around a bit. And then, of course, it came out that, nope, 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 we're going to do one more with Harrison Ford, and then we'll see where the franchise is from there. But, you know, that is always a game that you have to be very concerned about, is how long can you keep pushing things back before it gets to a point? I remember when Star Trek VI was coming out, and they started showing the the teaser trailers in theaters, uh, back in the days before the internet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I remember a round of laughter came up from people and some guy in the back. Now, of course, this is Long Island, New York, and they're not always as uh, subtle, but some guy in the back goes, where are they going now? The retirement home? And it was like, <laughs> you know, am I watching yeah, cocoon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you have to sit there sometimes and go, you know, I, I know it's kind of this whole thing that you, you're not supposed to say, oh, these actors are getting a bit old for the part. But, you know, these are action films. And I, you got to think, I mean, Harrison Ford is in great shape. But at the same time, yeah. How long do you want to keep delaying these things? Or, I mean, looking at the technology now, it's been used with Gemini Man and Will Smith, or even with uh, 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 Ant-Man or Avengers, um, digitally bringing back you know, uh, characters and de-aging the characters. Do you think that that's something that they could possibly do with a Harrison Ford, that it wouldn't look too wonky? Because to be perfectly honest, it still looks a little bit wonky to me at this point. You know, that is a great question, Mike concern about that is I don't know if Harrison would be the kind of guy to say, yeah, I'm cool with this. I think, he, he, I think he might be prideful enough to say, look, you know, this is me. This is who I am. And if this isn't enough, uh, then we've got a problem. Now, yeah. if, it was a fla- if it was a flashback where they wanted to say, like, you know, I, I don't know, let's say an early meeting with Marion or something like that, uh, even before the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark, I could see them saying, okay, fine, go ahead and, you know, you got to de-age us for that. But for the bulk of a film, I don't think they'd want to do it. And also, mm-hmm. I think it'd be expensive because even in the Marvel films, what have we seen? Maybe five minutes? Tops? Yeah. I don't think they, yeah, you know, that it's going to get expensive if you try to de-age an actor or an actress for an entire film. That's a really good uh, point on that. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows it, but it's, it's just, it's all these weird things where you sit there and go, you know, they've got a plan for this because they spent a lot of money to get <laughs> these things. And you just, you look at some of these things, but see, then you get these little nuggets that come in there. Like 
they're confirming the Bob's Burger movie. That was, um, you know, we've heard rumors about that for over a year. And they're like July of 2020. And then, you know, we we got a firm date on the Jungle Cruise movie, which has been moved back. And so, you know, it's one of those things where I think there's a lot to come because it's not just Marvel and it's not just Star Wars. There's a lot of things on the charts where it says things like untitled Pixar film, untitled Disney live action film, Mm. untitled Disney animated film. So. You know, these are things that are already in production and they're just basically saying we're not ready to drop what, you know, is this going to be probably not Toy Story 5, but is it going to be like Monsters University 3 or something like that, even though they've got a series and that and that's part of the game is that they're all staking out their territory, but not quite ready to drop because let's be honest. Some of the best advertisement in the world is exactly what we're doing now. Speculation, yep, speculation on what it is exactly, and why they're doing it. Exactly, exactly. And I know that you're going to keep the pulse on there, figuring out what the news is and what is speculation and what's true. People can find all of that at Skewed and Review. That is SKNR.net. Garrett, thank you so much. Anytime. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Gareth. And like I said, Gareth Von Kallenbach can be found at Skewed and Review. That is SKNR.net. So let's discuss this latest episode of Game of Thrones. Um, It's the bridge between battles at this point. Uh, So we just finished up with the Battle of Winterfell. And everyone celebrating! Well, after they bury the dead, then they celebrate. No, they didn't bury the dead. They burned them with fire. Yes, they did. Which is always smart. Well, that's kind of how you do it. Like the Vikings send out, right? Well, I mean, just in case. I know they killed all the uh, Night Kings, but they learned their lesson. We burn all the dead. Exactly. So that's the big uh, case on this one. Um, there were some interesting developments on this episode, obviously. Uh, more, Mostly the fact that uh, as Daenerys and the whole uh, the army shows up at uh, King's Landing, that uh, well, Euron Greyjoy has the element of surprise with his boats. Yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, and we lose a dragon. Yeah, I guess mm. you had to even Which, it up. Um, honestly, I thought the dragon was already dead. Me too. So I was not yeah. too I thought hurt. we only had one dragon after the Battle of Winterfell, so when there were two of them, I was pleasantly surprised, and then, well, I mean, we now have one. I guess you had to. You knew that had to yeah. happen, because otherwise, they would be kicking ass if she had all three dragons. There's yeah. nobody that could stand against them. And oh. it was it was interesting because I noticed at the beginning when they do the the little miniature uh, scene of, like, all the different maps of the areas oh, and stuff like that. Oh, what did you like notice? That, I noticed that they showed the uh, the, the, the ballista uh, hitting the dragon. Oh, the I dragon didn't, skull. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so it was in the first one, and it was like, oh, yeah, they still have the ballista. Because oh, yeah. Quiburn had mentioned that, and he yeah. showed that, I think, in season seven. The heavy ballista. And so I was like, all right, they still have got that one. And then suddenly they've got all of them. Yeah, they do. Uh, it made sense on in terms of having it on the, the castle. Uh, I didn't necessarily think it totally made sense on the boats. And even Joe brought up a really good point. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, force doesn't really work like that on a boat, the right. opposite reaction would destroy your boat. Exactly. It's also bobbing on water, making yeah. it very difficult to aim. Yeah. They also, I mean, that's why they don't use ballista on boats to kill other boats normally. Because <laughs> it's kind of hard to do. But when you need to wrap up a storyline and kill a dragon, that's a good way to do it. And that's one of the things that I think that a lot of people um, have had issue with this season and the last season, and I can't necessarily disagree with them. Uh, they don't have the books to go by. They don't have George R.R. R. Martin's uh, sort of uh, details about what happens. They have his bullet points. And so now we're getting a lot 
lot of fast travel to places to wrap up all of the loose yeah. ends. And speaking of loose ends, What's there's that? something that people pointed out that's a fan what? theory. Oh, fan theory. Okay. So do you remember a while back Drogon kind of went crazy and left? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so because of certain little hints throughout the series, like, you know, the beginning part, there's an image like inside like, one of the rings uh-huh. uh, where you see dragons, but there's four dragons. Four dragons. I saw that picture. You sent me that. Yes. So what th- they believe was that Drogon, when he left or she oh. may have made babies. And left and didn't come back until the babies matured because I think there was a point when uh, Jorah when they go off uh, to Daenerys's homeland yeah and he gets gray he contracts the grayscale yeah he they see a couple of dragons and mm-hmm. we just think they're Daenerys's but what if they're not oh that would be a cool way for them to try maybe they're, win this it would be interesting to see on that point and then that's how you can tie in the whole Tyrion because we it's basically common knowledge without it ever being. Uh, what's the word? Confirmed. Expressedly said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expressedly said that uh, Tyrion is a Targaryen. And that's what we're all really hoping at this point, mm-hmm. too, especially the way that Tywin had dealt with him. Obviously, the fact that he is a dwarf in a lot of, uh, I mean, in even in medieval times, it's like seeing someone with obvious physical imperfections, as that would be, uh, that you are shunned. And so that is a, a lot of the people think that, but also he I, might have different lineage. Yeah, because there was a... I forget his name, but uh, Daenerys' father. Oh, had, Slappy. Yes, yeah, Slappy had an obsession with Joanna Tar- or Joanna uh, Lannister, which is their mother. Uh-huh. And so they believe that either willingly or was raped by him and produced a child. Because in the comics, uh, Targaryens have purple eyes. And the only reason they didn't do that in the show is because Daenerys tried the contacts or Amelia Clark, and she's like, I can't do this. Uh, uh. In, the, in the books, Tyrion had one purple eye and one blue eye. Ah. Well, that pretty much tells you. Well, yeah, that would flat flat out sell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes Tywin's character a lot deeper and more meaningful, too, because he doesn't really consider Tyrion to be a son. Yeah. And the reason he would keep him around is because of a political power move to be like, hey, we have your son. absolute Tywin thing. Yeah, so that Mm -hmm. makes a lot more sense. The whole dragons having babies and not protecting them. You're going to be hard-pressed to convince me of that, only because of the fact that if you guys ever watch what birds do when they lay eggs and stuff like that, I mean, yeah. they, they're very protective of them, and they keep them but very I, high I, up. I, my, fa- my funny, okay, I'm using a meme to oh, no. quote it, but there's a, it's like, oh, I'll protect you, honey. Like, any animal in the animal kingdom, like humans, will protect you until you're ready to walk or until you're ready, and birds are, like, pushing their babies out of the, the <laughs> nest, like, bitch, fly! <laughs> and so it's, it's like, at some point when they're old enough, they're yeah. And on it's their own. one of those things also where, uh, I understand what you're saying, Joe, but I also see how they're just trying to wrap everything up. Oh, it would fit. I mean, at this yeah. point, they're throwing everything else out, yeah. so yeah. what does it matter? So right? it's yeah. like one of those yeah. where it's like, well, this was on, you know, GRRM's bullet points, so yeah. we're gonna hit this because it's gonna be in the books. Yeah, and like somebody tweeted, I believe that Drogon disappeared in season four to protect his baby dragons until they were swole. And uh, <laughs> next week, we're gonna see an army of angsty teen dragons effing up King's Landing. Oh, so. <laughs> Honestly, the dragons probably wouldn't follow a leader because it wouldn't follow Daenerys like the other dragons do. No, but it would follow Drogon. Maybe, oh, yes. Wait, she yes. still would be the grandmother of Dragon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, so maybe. You gotta be good to grandma. Yeah, yeah right? You know, grandma, <laughs> candy. Come here, little guys. Here's some candy. <laughs> Here's the Werther's original. The trouble is, is that she's badass crazy anyway. Well, yeah, she's really She's like, losing it, guys. She is losing it, she's but going, it's also because she's losing everything. She's mm-hmm. going full Targaryen. And she lost Missande, and when Missande says yeah. Dracarys, it's yeah. justice. It's time for her golden throne. But it's also burning it down. And it's not, it's yeah. not just her 
her losing her. It's the way Cersei did it. Because oh, Cersei yeah. was basically like, here's my middle finger to yep. your face. They're both badass. Screw badass. you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's time for her golden crown. Yeah. I mean, like, she's got to go out the way her brother went out. I mean, seriously, she's out her effing mind. Yeah. It's going to be one of the, like, these, it, it's bringing a lot of theories and hope, in a lot of hope that mm-hmm. they're going to end this in a satisfying way. Who yeah. knows if they're going to. I heard a lot of rumors that people didn't like how Varys' character was so willing to depart from the Dragon Queen when they discussed the whole who can be a better leader thing. I that mean, was a pretty the, good little even, uh, interaction. Even, I do. Though. That's the way he is, though. But Tyrion yeah. even said, it's like, how many kings and queens have you followed? How many have you supported? Yeah. Like seven, eight? And he's not, but that's the thing he also mentioned, wrong. that he doesn't, he's not following the 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 the, the, the royalty person, yeah yeah it's the people and what they're going to and think about uh, his life need. yeah what they you, need you think the way he was mutilated he's all about the people he yeah. does not want people to be brutalized mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think it makes perfect sense too because Jon Snow has died and showed you that he is willing to die before killing people kind yeah. of a thing yeah and like that's kind of known now before killing the innocent yeah and so I think yeah. I can see why Varys would immediately jump ship and absolutely. Tyrion is screwed yeah oh yeah, man. absolutely yeah, he's yeah. in big trouble uh, he really is these last two uh, episodes I feel are going to bring out a lot of Nitpicking and listen. When's my favorite guy, Raisin Bran? When's Raisin Bran going <laughs> to actually? Raisin Bran. When's Raisin Bran going to actually go? Oh, by the way, I also saw that Tyrion's a target. They like, need to figure out I mean, that come too. On. Like lives in the past. What the hell? And that's another thing too. It's like they need to figure out where all of these people are going to fit in. And I know these are supersized episodes, but I don't think two is going to be enough. We're going to get a lot of greatest hits, boom, 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 sort of things. Yeah, yeah. I think they definitely should have had. Like, if if it was up to us, yeah, to make it a better pace like another season like this would have been a regular season and then maybe make the next one shorter mm-hmm. but you can tell the actors have uh what I'm totally blinking checked on out. today checked they're out but they're just it's just like they're they're not they're weary done. but they're just kind of they're done yeah they're done they're over it they've they're been tired. doing this for like what eight years yeah. now and I mean when you think of young Jamie and what Jamie looks like right now Lannister it's like yeah it, it is time to hang and it like, up the kids like and my mom and I were looking at pictures they were itty bitty kids oh yeah and now they're full on adults you oh, know yeah. showing side boob uh, <laughs> tasteful <laughs> side boob thank you excuse me excuse me yes please tasteful side boob alright we've got to move on from this because we need to talk about about the Avengers. What? So, uh, beyond the geek sheet, we're going to be talking spoilers on this, so spoilers. just be ready for that. It's our um, two-week window, exactly. so you guys know this. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers! And the Russos have already said that everything's fair game. Yeah. Um, I think we should start this off with a voicemail from one of our favorite oh. international fans of both the Avengers and our show, Wagner! What's up, Geek Nation? Although I've been lacking and still behind on some episodes... I would be a complete moron if I didn't give you my Endgame thoughts. First, let me preface this by saying that Endgame is not a movie, it's an event. It's the series finale over just 22 long episodes divided in 4 seasons over 10 years. And well, <laughs> Good point. since we're talking about a series finale, a recap of some sort is expected to happen, but the way they didn't integrate into the plot was excellent. Basically, anyone who's participated in this saga has shown up up to this final moment. Another highlight of the movie for me is the many times expectations were broken. The most notable instance for me is Thanos having his head cut off right at the beginning of the film, leaving the audience clueless on how the story would proceed. And before I finish this, there is one character I have to elevate to the highest level of appraisal, and that is Captain Fudging Merck. <laughs> he put the suit onwards, fighting against himself, getting his shield destroyed by Thanos, escaping the elevator, escaping the elevator brawl, the smart way, and especially 
wielding freaking mid junior. <laughs> the Russo brothers did their best by giving him chance to shine as as much as possible, and I effing loved it. For Christ's sakes, they held until the final battle for him to say Avengers Assemble. And now it comes the hardest part, which is giving a grip. This is the end of a mega saga, and the only grade I can give is for the whole saga, and would, that would be a miracle. Even with all the ups and downs, this has always been the dream of any comic book nerd born anytime between the 1930s until the early 2000s. Guys, that's it. See you next time. Bye. I think Miracle is the perfect uh, letter grade for that. M? M for Miracle? Yes. Because, yeah, think about it. I don't think we're ever going to see something. And thank you so much, Wagner, for that email. I don't know. I feel like the Ernest uh, movies. <laughs> they probably were The Ernest there. Saga? Yeah, the Ernest Saga. I don't, I, I don't think we're ever going to see, see this detailed of a saga over 22 films, 10 years, like the preparation and the fact that everything worked. Even like the movies that kind of missed still pushed the saga, the story forward to get to this point. And we know that like, the, like back when you were younger, uh, westerns oh, were a big okay. thing. Oh yeah, and about four hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, ninja <laughs> movies were a thing for a while. Like it just all kind of goes through cycles. And we've been very fortunate that in the last ten years, superhero movies have still been a top thing. And I hope not. I hope I'm not jinxing it, but we don't know how much longer that's going to be. Exactly. My big thing about this movie series in general is it gets better like not yeah. very many movie series have plans like this and they just get better they find their ground they continue to improve it just doesn't happen and in this one when you get to Infinity War and then Endgame you're like man they really nailed it they uh, make the adjustments uh, one thing I want to mention with uh, 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 Wagner talking about Thanos dying so early um, when I saw that when Thor um, beheads Thanos right at the beginning mm-hmm. um, I had like people were like oh Thanos died Doesn't don't you hate that and I was like no this meant Thanos won. Yeah. He won thoroughly. He died the way he wanted to after accomplishing what he wanted to and then spending the rest of the, you know, the first act uh, having all these characters having to deal with that and some of them not dealing with it well at all uh, as it would make sense was it I, I, it felt, I don't want to say it felt good, but I felt relieved that they weren't just going to dismiss everything he did. I just want to give a shout out to Chris Hemsworth. His acting job oh, and that right. scene is actually perfect in yes. my opinion. Yeah. It shows you his range from going from a completely emotionally defeated, exhausted, I don't want to say human being, Asgardian, <laughs> God, if you will, uh... And then you see him like in the Ragnarok. You see him in the rest of the movie. He's funny, but he—it's still relatable and it's real. It's not—it's a little over the top, but not in an unrealistic way. And yeah. and when Pete and some people were talking about Fat Thor, oh, um, the big Thorbowski. Yes, the big <laughs> Thorbowski. Which, by the way, I will definitely be having that for my costume oh, this year. Everybody's going to be dressed as oh, that. Yeah. Finally, what yeah. my body type? I'll go as your rock buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be my Korg. I love yeah. it. Um, is one of these things is that uh, some people are like, well, this doesn't really make sense in terms is it's fat shaming or it's not dealing with uh, mental health or depression and I'm like no this fits all of those Mm -hmm. really well I'm not going to say perfectly because obviously it's a movie and you're not going to get a a lot of the depth in that but at the same point I've been at that where all I want to do is stay at home and play video games and hide out and be away from everything and not actually sit there and try to acknowledge all the actual hurt and crap stuff going in your head exactly and that that really hit home for me as 
as well. I yeah. think they did a really good job on that. And so people who are mad about that, it's like, please find something else to get mad about. Thor gets his resolution and his acceptance in the movie. And I think the people that get hurt by this that aspect of it aren't in that place in their life. I agree. Yeah. So, and like, they, yeah, missed you, the, they missed the mother conversation? Yeah. I, I think so but at that yeah, point, because yeah. Because the mother conversation shows the reason he was the way he was is because he felt he failed as a leader, as a hero. And his mother's like, that's not what you're supposed to be. That's Just not be you. you. Yeah, yeah. And that's why he was depressed and everything because he felt he was a failure of a being. But in reality, no, dude, you, you you're need not, to f- you're not supposed to be anything but what you were. Exactly. I, you need to find your own path. And I feel like in this world, and I might be getting a little too deep on this, but we are stuck on this uh, internet, Instagram, everyone has it better than us. So we are trying to live up to this expectation of what we need to have our lives to be. Like, I need to be as beautiful as this Instagram model and as rich as this, uh, you know, whatever what are they called uh, rich person influencers yeah, like an influencer and I was thinking more of the Silicon Valley people so. oh, oh yeah yeah well okay yeah. Yeah, tech yeah, people, yeah. <laughs> tech people you know, I need to be like all these things and so you have this ridiculous pressure of trying to be social but trying to make money and you know this and this and that and trying to get everything done and you can't it's like dude just breathe be you you yeah. don't have to be those things and that was one of these things too I mean beyond just the story and how they go about saving the day doing the time heist which you get into the time travel and you're going to have the, the, the nuances, the back and forths on it, trying to figure out exactly what's going on. The angry fans like me who just don't like time travel. Yeah. And you know what? And that was one of the things is that when people are trying to like, uh, like, and I don't even want to call it nitpicking, but just discuss time travel, it's such a, it, it's a hard thing to grasp anyway. And then when they say, well, all these rules that you already know about are gone, but then don't fully explain the rules, you're left trying to fill in the blanks and then it just gets into like the discussions of like well this wouldn't work or what does this happen i give them credit yeah they did something different with time travel mm-hmm. which you know something and I, they also were it was unexpected where they were going with that movie like as soon as they beheaded thanos you're like and they lost where the hell are they like, going yeah i'm like oh i don't know what they're gonna do here mm-hmm. the one thing i'm glad they didn't do it would have cheapened it if they did a time travel where they went all the way back and then restarted from that point in time, it basically continues from yeah. in the future and then just going on that way, which I appreciate it. And then also just in the Hollywood mode, uh, what the time travel did was it gave you a greatest hits. And it was one of those things. It's like, remember when this happened? Yeah. Remember when that happened? And remember when this thing, that was cool, wasn't it? And here's mm-hmm. another little take on it. Like even Wagner was talking about the, the, the Hail Hydra that Captain America said. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps yeah. right oh, now. Nick, so awesome. Nick Spencer has been, he has been absolved. <laughs> yes. He and they really were able has, to do that. that. That's not going to be that funny if not for the whole controversy right. that the, exactly. the guy that in the comics who basically introduced that. And it was one of those things where I think I even sent, like once you guys had finally seen it, because I saw it on the Thursday and I was just waiting for you people to see the movie. Because <laughs> I was just like, so in, good. in all caps, I'm just like, hey, I get it, all caps. Uh-huh. And he said, Hail Hydra and wielded Mjolnir in the same effing movie. Pretty amazing. And yeah. one of the things I love it, I mean, we did see it with Thor, like this amazing character development, and it was realistic. And same with Captain America, even the part where he's like, I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he didn't take himself too seriously anymore. He's kind of let it go. Even like when he swore, I was like, oh. <gasps> 
I know. Oh, I was like, he language. Said, oh, swear. Yeah. Is that a bad word? And I, it's just, yeah, it just shows that time has gone by that he's changed and uh-huh. become this kind of swirly America's ass kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, I had a great conversation with my roommate about how they launched this series with Iron Man. Yeah. And this kind of endgame movie is about Iron Man's journey and how yeah. he has to essentially yes. learn to be selfless, to be a hero. Because the whole time, he kind of goes to still being a jerk. Even through Infinity War, it's still kind of about Tony. And in this movie, he finally gives up. And it's just the perfect ending for his character arc, essentially, and this whole story. How did we not know that he was going to die, though? I mean, when you think a little yeah. the foreshadowing, the beginning of the movie, basically, he's basically giving a farewell. Mm-hmm. Then the father scene, which is resolution when he goes back in time and yeah. has, you know, which, by the way, that is the same actor. They euthened him up really good. Really? Wow. Yeah, he's that is the same old dude that nice. we've seen. Because I know that actor. I think John Slattery is his name. I, um, be, yeah. I Part of me wish they would have used um, Preacher. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that but, actor, by the way, if you guys watch Mad Men, he was uh, Don Draper's boss. Yeah, he's been an old guy, so they did a really good job youthening him up. Uh, and you know, the more I think of it, like there were scenes that I cut out of that movie, but now I'm thinking of some of the scenes I cut out, and I go, Nah, you know what? If you're really taking a look at the arc of like like Joey, you said with uh, with Tony Stark and Iron Man, I hadn't thought about that. It started with him, basically ended with him. That was a nice. He's the one that had to go. Yeah, because that's what started this 22 years of amazing uh, 22 movies but uh, 22, yeah, 22, yeah, 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 yeah 22 movies of amazing and or should say invincible because that's what he is <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't actually like it that much the first time because I wanted like I was talking to you Rev about this I wanted something from the movie and didn't get it and I was disappointed, and therefore I was kind of down on the movie, maybe seven, maybe an eight. Mm-hmm. When I saw it the second time, I enjoyed it so much more. And I think it was because I accepted that I wasn't going to get what I wanted, and then enjoyed the fact that the other characters did get what they wanted, yeah. and it was so much better. Like, for instance, the Captain America going back in time at the end thing really turned me the wrong way, because I just didn't feel like that's what his character would do. But then when I took my eyes off Captain America and started like following Iron Man, I'm like, man, this movie is yeah. amazing. And that's one of those things. It's like, is it a perfect movie? No. Is it a satisfying movie? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And people are going to have their different nitpicks about it. And I don't even want to call them nitpicks at this point because they're valid concerns a lot of the time when you're dealing with stuff like time traveling, talking about character development. But by and large, this movie hit all of the notes mm-hmm. for me. And it's going to be one that I'm going to own and rewatch. The only, I think, when I watched it, the only complaint I had that was kind of a bummer is there was this big you know funeral for Tony Stark Mm -hmm. but there wasn't any real funeral there was like a hey let's sit on the pier for a second and feel bad about this with Natasha that, that was w- the only thing where I'm like, okay, well, where's her little memorial? I know she didn't have a family. That was them, but they should have done something themselves. I was kind of wondering how that was going to go. But also when they had the coffee talk, her and Cap, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of the writing was on the wall. And now that I mm-hmm. look back on it, hindsight, I'm like, okay, yeah, she was definitely going to be the one because she didn't have anything necessarily to look forward to. I am. I thought that Hawkeye was going to be the one to sacrifice himself. But then also. But she would never let him. It, and He's also, a dad. She can't, yeah. she, she can't because. Because she knows what he is because he has no family. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. They need need him. And they, and yeah, and their family, if he's, if they're going to come back, they need their dad too. Exactly. She knew that. And deep down, he knew it too. um, But he's still going to do whatever, you know, because he loves, he loves her so much. mm -hmm. That and, you know, he felt guilty for everything he's done in the last five years. Yeah. Although I think he did some good work. He did. He did. Absolutely. Uh, Also, big, big props because you guys don't know her as well as I do from her work. Karen Gillan, Mm -hmm. she played. 
played Nebula so well. She's a, ter- I mean, yes. anybody that watched mm-hmm. Doctor Who, her Amy Pond was great. So to see what she did with Nebula, including at the end, playing two different versions. Yeah. And, you know, showing limited emotion for this character that has just been, and you could see, been really abused. And it, if, if you will, uh, it's uh, Stockholm, and, you know, Stockholm mm-hmm. syndrome. Yeah. And brainwashed, at least mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. And so. Uh, big big props to Karen Gillan. Who, it's yes, fun to see her in like, interviews and stuff because she's so bubbly and like sweet. Yeah, she, and that's how she was as Amy Pond. Yeah. Yeah, and, one so of my, and one of my favorite things, and it's not even in this movie, but I think in Guardians 2, it's when she is tracking down Gamora uh-huh. and she's flying her ship through the cave oh, yeah. to yeah. smash into her. And just that rage screaming, yeah. I was like, yes, this is just an angry, just little sister. hateful yeah. little sister that finally comes around around in these in these movies leading up to it and it she, was just like I like, love that character uh, what was it If she's like Jan Brady if she would have gotten her day you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna win this Gamora 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 <laughs> you know I, despite the weird way that the uh, new the old Thanos ship gets into the future yeah. and all that besides that that might have been the biggest surprise slash best thing I saw in that movie and that's the idea that they don't have you fight old Thanos again because yes. old Thanos has an idea of what's going to happen he's going to snap his fingers mm-hmm. he's, he's going to solve the problems of the universe well who are you going to fight now well what if you brought in arrogant Thanos who knows that that's not going to work yeah and has to make a new plan up what is he going to do he's going to screw earth he's going to blow it up he's going to kill all life yeah. and make it up in his image, which is total like mustache twirly. But when you see that, you literally win because he sees those shots. He sees himself getting beheaded. He's like, oh, I won and that's the death that I deserve. But these dorks are going to go through time and do weird stuff to stop it. Well, I just I got to kill everything and rebuild it all. And one thing I think we, you know, that I realized is that we might have seen the second most powerful Marvel character be born in that particular movie. Uh, obviously, Captain Marvel's, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, she's the one. But Scarlet Witch, Thanos Finally. had to turn on the big guns or yeah. he was done. It was yeah. like, I was like, so the death of Vision has unlocked uh, uh, an aspect of her power that she never had power before up. with that rage. He was like, holy crap, I'm getting my ass kicked by this chick. Yeah. Fire the guns, everybody. Like, but what about our people? F the people. I'm yep. killed over here. Fire the guns. Plus, we don't know what they've been doing. Like, has she had time to practice the last five years? And that's a lot of that, too. I mean, she we saw... to get pissed. Yeah, and yes. we saw... I mean, we saw Banner oh, no, turn into was, Professor she, Hulk. No, she was gone. She was one of the ones brought back. She did. She got yeah, dusted. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, in five years. Like, well, what, like, they don't I, have five years. No, they don't. No. It was, it they was went out oh, you know what I'm, You know what I'm thinking about? Peter Parker said it was immediate. Yeah. I was thinking about the whole idea of the whole fan theory of everyone's in the stole zone, soul stone and that, that's why I keep thinking that's where they were well, in my brain sorry even if they were it doesn't matter they, no. if it, time didn't pass yes. for them so she's yeah. immediately still fresh anger. from the vision death. and that's the big thing too it's that rage you just killed the love of my life be him in a, a, a robot or not. Yeah, because that for her was still just like maybe 20 or 30 minutes ago yeah. in real time. But she's also secretly one of the most powerful characters in, I think, the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never no been like shown so well. Like she seemed to not be as good as she could be. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't beat Thanos before. She didn't have bloodlust. Yeah, blood no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, he's getting his ass kicked and he the all, he has to use the ship to get out of this. I have a question for you, Rev. Uh, okay. Was the fight scene with Thanos badass when he started wielding his blade finally? Dude! Oh, the fact that it was just so like like unrelenting and like Wagner was talking about the shield just getting utterly destroyed yeah. and then him having to still even though it's three on one and he's going back and forth and doing all this fighting and then just like suddenly all of these Avengers showing up and there's all of it still happening he's still 
kicking the crap out of everyone. Yeah, that it, wasn't a that wasn't as a I wasn't aware of that in the first movie because I wasn't sure if that was the Power Stone or just Thanos himself when he beat the crap out of the Hulk. Turns out it was him. Yeah, and not the Power Stone as we see. I mean, he, it, he needed the Power, the power Stone, Stone absolutely helps. Yeah, but He's yeah, a at big the boy. end, yeah, he needed it, and just the way that they were going back and forth, and the way they, oh man. I'm gonna go. I need to go. Back I mean, and watch it. even the first time when I saw the movie, when when Captain America's fighting him and he finally gets to wield Mjolnir or whatever, like that whole scene is like one of those. Damn. Yeah. 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 Just like, All right. Who cried here when watching the movie? Uh, Admit it. I, I did. Cried multiple probably times. about five times. Damn. Yeah. Nice. I was. I mean, I was predispositioned to crying because uh, I watched the Lion King trailer <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. it's like kitten. It's yeah. like kitten. I was yeah. losing my mind, and my wife was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not mentally prepared for this day. <laughs> no, I my first tears came when uh, Scott Lang came back from, what is it called? The, oh, the, oh quantum the Quantum Realm, realm yeah. The Quantum Realm and found his daughter five years. Can you imagine being gone for five hours and then coming back and seeing your daughter age five years? No. You missed out I on cannot. everything. Exactly. Well, because you wouldn't have kids. At least, but, but, yeah. then, but the your cat aged five years. Bittersweet because he wasn't sure if she was alive or not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the but, one at least you're still alive. And I need to give uh, give Paul Rudd a ton of credit because I just know him a lot as like the comedic actor, the goofy guy. I've seen him in a couple serious things and like to see him in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we forget that like he's he is a character that is goofy, but he is so smart. And I think we finally got a little bit of that. And I do want to say one more thing. I know a lot of people were giving it crap the whole like the women power up move. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah. And I know a lot of people were like, I just want to say, I'm like, that's cool if you didn't like that scene. I don't think that scene was necessarily for you guys. But yeah. For being a little kid, and when you have when you play a video game, Mortal Kombat, you have all these really awesome dude characters that have really awesome powers and you have like one or two chicks. Yeah. Is it like, somebody, really, somebody's giving that scene crap? A lot of, of people, they're like, oh, that Why? was fan theory, all oh, these stupid feminists. And it's like, you know what? That scene wasn't for you. That was for like the little girls that, you know, maybe, okay, I don't want to say little, little, like 13-year-old well, yeah, girls. Yeah, so for us little dudes seeing the guys that we love or whatever. Exactly. It's people you relate to. And, I don't think And I don't care if you don't like it, but don't hate on it. Don't think it was a piece of crap scene because <laughs> I cried like crazy when that happened. I was like. And I'm like, I couldn't help myself. Yeah. The guys are just annoyed because it didn't have everyone in it. Like, they think, they, they, why don't you just have guys and girls say that or something in that scene? But you know what? They, they had Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man fighting for a long time. Alone and they together a, woman. a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, give them, what, you know, give them a shot give too then, you know? Like, like everything. Yeah. And I mean, of, of all the movies of, like, what, the 22 movies, how many are main dudes? And yeah. I mean, like, well, there's yeah. nothing wrong. I love Take these characters. Take a look where everybody went back. The only exactly. one that went back was, was basically, you know, Black Widow. The rest were the dudes. Mm-hmm. And exactly. So, I mean, for me, it was super powerful so if you don't like that scene that's fine but don't hate on you it don't be so angry it's I like mean, really what's the point that would be like women going I hate all the, the non-women scenes it's just dumb to hate it yeah. because of gender I, those were people that kicked ass and sure it was, it was let a, the women revel in the fact that wow there's some kick-ass women on the screen and you know what they actually were the ones that and, helped us get it done and they wanted to feature it for like it's a 30 seconds I, of the I movie I got no problem with that and I, I cried like a baby so and <laughs> some people may be thinking that this is the end of phase 4 uh-huh. or phase three and the start of phase four no we still have spider-man far from home mm-hmm. yep. which you've seen the trailer that's going to put a bow on the entirety of the infinity saga um so maybe wait to buy your full collection uh, is that really of, true this is actually part of the, the yes th- oh that's mm-hmm. fascinating I yeah didn't yeah it's, that. it's the, I think the finishing part of it if you've seen the trailer and all the spoileriness on that yeah because i think uh the the last movie was basically a goodbye for uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. 
Not for Thor, though. Chris Hemsworth said he's down. He's like, I want to keep doing Thor. Well, we Thor. need As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, we do. <laughs> Such so, a great ending. Scene. So, yeah. I love um, him. So, be ready for that. And also, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back tonight. Yeah, which we should see some mentions now. I would hope right? so. Yeah, because they tend to do that on S.H.I.E.L.D. They, and have they done that recently with like the whole five-year gap thing? I well, I just remember the, one of the first seasons of Shield did address the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no surprise that they waited this long to start this new season. That makes sense. Uh, you know, Absolutely I think they wanted sense. to make sure Avengers happened, so I wouldn't be surprised. Plus, we're missing Coulson. I looked on IMDb; they're giving the episode like a nine point two, nine point four. Wow! I don't, and, and we haven't even seen it yet. So uh, t- tonight will be the premiere of this season, and I don't know, man. I don't know if Coulson's gonna come back or not because last we left, he he gone. Oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. so. I have to see how that ties into it all and everything um but now we do need to get on to the geek sheet with vicky b vicky what do you got for us uh it's movie day oh yeah Mm -hmm. and one of the most anticipated movies of the year by me oh (laughs) pokemon detective pikachu is coming out (laughs) oh right did you see did you happen to see that ryan reynolds quote unquote leaked the movie i did i I haven't watched it okay so well spoiler alert the first minute and i don't know like 10 seconds it looks like it might actually be from the movie oh that's funny and then for the next hour and a half or 40 minutes or so hour and 40 minutes it's uh pikachu doing aerobics Oh my god, that is oh fantastic! Yeah, yeah, I, I, pretty brilliant. I, yeah, I watched a little bit of it, and I was like, "Is this going to change?" And then I scrolled forward and on the little YouTube clip, and uh, a little bit farther, and a little yeah. bit farther, and a little bit farther, and then no, this, uh, the entire thing was just uh, Pikachu doing an aerobics routine. I love it. Is it like the uh, the Pikachu from the movie or a cartoon Pikachu uh, from the movie? So oh. it is. It's the 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 weird realistic furry version, which I think it looks really cute. Actually, it does There's, look very cute. There are some Pokemon that look creepier. In the just in the trailer <laughs> than they do yeah. in like real yeah. cartoony world, yeah. real world. <laughs> now, uh, jo- but jo- I'm I'm cool. Joey and I usually make plans to see movies, and we haven't put this on our radar. I'm not a fan. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I want to be because I do like Pokemon, but I really just don't get the world at all. I don't. I mean, I'm just watching it because it looks so silly. Yeah, it looks like absolutely. it's gonna be. Well, you're funny. a Ryan Reynolds fan. You're a Pikachu fan. Right, exactly. How do you not see this? And that's kind of my new take on watching movies. It's just like, <laughs> am I gonna have a good time? That's all I want. I want to have a good time. I want to so, laugh. I want to forget that you know the world around us is just kind of dissolving and you know society's crumbling. <laughs> so, wow, here we go. Now it's big. Uh, so, is it getting a Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, as of right now, it's got sixty nine percent. Well, sixty nine is a good number. It is <laughs> nice. Okay, I mean, so, it's, it, look, if it's getting sixty nine percent and you like it already, it's probably going to get 10, 10 points in your book more. And I mean, it's really yeah. PG. This is It's going to be suggestive humor because it is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But it's it's going to be a kid movie. Yeah. I mean, this isn't Deadpool. Oh, it's so a kid I, movie. You're not going to have to worry it's about PG. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's Pokemon, dude. Wow, yeah. it's PG. It looks like so dark from the trailer. Right. I think it's just the actual lighting is looks dark. Is it DC dark. Universe dark? Right. Oh, geez. I hope not. So are you from the DC Universe? Uh, another nerdy movie that is coming out this weekend. It's one of those that's kind of flew under the radar, but it didn't at the same time. Like, I knew it was happening. I just didn't know when. And okay. it's Tolkien. Oh, yes. What is that? It's uh, about J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh-huh. Is it a documentary or a no, biopic? It's, 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 it's a, a biopic. biopic. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's got what's-his-face in it. Nicholas Holt as Tolkien. Oh, that's Beast, right? Yes. yes. Good call, yeah. And he was also in Mad Max. I forget his That's name. That's right. He was, yeah. yeah. Uh, he had oh, all he that makeup on. He was the drug on. addicted one that he like, kind of was like a good guy. He was the he good did. one, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, forget yeah. his name, but yes. Nuck? 
I think. Oh, if today, good one on you if that's his name. Him. I think it is. It's something along those lines. Yeah. Nux. Nux. Nice. Close. That's pretty close. Big close Nux, enough. Rev. <laughs> uh, Lily Collins is also in it. Uh, How do I know Lily? I know Lily, that name too. She's been in a lot of them. I think she's Phil Collins' kid, but. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's how I know her. She was in The Blind Side. Les Mis. Les Mis, but that was on the TV. Oh, yeah, that was the TV one. Lele. She's been in Mirror Mirror, which was like a Snow White type. She's uh, the Mortal Instrument. She's been in a lot of kids stuff. I feel like she's about to be in something as well. Uh, You know, Mm. maybe this is it. Maybe this is what she's going to (laughs) do. Yeah. I feel like I heard her name being bandied about for some cool role, but this might might be this one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, the movie's only getting... 48%. 48%. Oh! Mm. That's not good. Oh, darn. For a biopic. Well, really? I mean, wow, you like feel those like they... aren't generally, I, I don't find them that interesting. And I mean, yeah. if you're just into it because you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you're not going to get yeah. the Lord of the Rings. You're not going to get elves. Well, I don't think you're going to be getting elves or dwarves and stuff like that. Oh, see, if they did like a trippy version, man. Like inside the mind of Tolkien. Wow. Apparently, she was also a voice in Tarzan. And if you all know, Phil Collins did the amazing soundtrack of Tarzan. So that's how it starts. And but th- I do have a, it's a oh. meme thing, but I always say this. Uh-oh. This is my new term I use when I refer to anything like, let's give it our best. Mm-hmm. It's the meme states, it's like, Phil Collins didn't have to go that hard on the ta- Tarzan soundtrack, but he did that for us. <laughs> he did that for us. So okay. my new term is, let's go Phil Collins hard! Oh, that's your right. right. Is that yours or anybody else's? No, I because of that meme, I that's what I'm, my friends and I say. Phil Collins hard. All right. It's a PG version because the other one I say, I can't really say. Okay. <laughs> don't know if this is going to pick up steam, but I don't we'll think see. so, but it's mine. Okay. So if you guys feel free to use it, and when you do use it, feel free to just shoot me a message. <laughs> wow. Just send a little text message. Hey, Vicky, I used Phil it. Phil Collins hard. Let's go Phil Collins hard before the football team goes out. Phil Collins hard. Yeah, I don't. Uh, before you go, yeah. like when you... Go into a yeah. board game, you know, like Don't the mocks, like we're going to go into the competition. Let's not go, sh- Phil Collins hard. Not sure that's going to be in the air tonight, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you feel oh the love goodness. tonight? Okay. Oh. Save us. <laughs> Until next time, stay nerdy, guys. Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club.